0: You are tuned in to Strengthen the Soul podcast, a safe place for learning and growing. I am here to help you navigate through life's greatest challenges. I am Katie, your host, a licensed therapist, Holy Fire Reiki master, life coach for healing and life transformations, a healer who's healed herself, and I am here to help you strengthen your soul. We are all beautiful souls in this life. We are healing, we are evolving, and we are loving. My mission is to bring awareness to all things wellness, mind, body, and soul, provide motivation and information, and discuss all things mental health and spirituality. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Strength in the Soul podcast. I am Katie, your host, and this episode is all about my emotions, my reflections, my just humble, humble, humble feelings on the fact that I won Hudson Valley's best mind-body program for Strength and the Soul. And this is something that Hudson Valley Magazine does every single year, and the best part about this whole experience for me is just like the fact that I had no idea I was even nominated and I had a friend who reached out to me saying she voted for me and I was like for what what are you talking about what what just happened <laughs> And then once I realized I was nominated I put it out to all of my friends, my family, my clients and I got this beautiful letter in the mail in April saying that I won and it was honestly such an amazing moment for me and I cried and it was actually right around the time that my niece was born so it was just like a full circle moment of how far that I've come in all of the challenges that my sister and I faced growing up like how our lives are unfolding in this moment here. You know, she just became a mother and this award that I got for my business. And, you know, it just, it was amazing. And I'm very proud of myself. So I just really wanted to talk about it more here on the podcast. And I know that I've been really, really quiet on here, um, because in the last few months, I've just been collecting myself. Um, I feel like At the end of March, I totally had a little bit of a setback on my own personal healing journey where um, I just started to really process a lot of emotional stuff and started to feel burnt out again. And so I just needed to take the last few months to myself to really get myself back on track and little by little, it's working and I'm feeling better. Um, So thank you for being here. Thank you for being patient. I have so many things that I'm working on behind the scenes for you guys. I miss creating and producing and sharing my wisdom and connecting with my community. Right now, it's just for me, this is most important is to take a step back and focus on me and and show up authentically, you know, and show up when I want to. I think Showing up from a place of empowerment is so important rather than showing up from a place of forcefulness. You know, like I don't want to just show up because I feel like I have to, you know, if I lose followers on Instagram or if my client base drops, so be it. I can always start again. I can always pick up. But the most important thing is being authentic to you and being your own force within yourself, not for anybody else. So I'm not going to show up for anybody but me. And that's something that I've never done before. And it feels so empowering to make that decision because my whole life I've lived for other people. And it was literally ingrained in me to the point where I didn't even feel safe choosing myself. And that's where that people pleaser comes in because it really comes out of a lack of safety when you don't feel safe choosing yourself. And that's just where I've lived. And, you know, you see so much wisdom on the internet, you know, social media about nervous system regulation. And there's a reason why, because our nervous system holds on to trauma and pain and suffering. And it's like an alarm that goes off within our entire body because our emotions live within us until we take the time to heal and process. And in the last few years, I've been taking a lot of time to do that. But every so often it floods to the surface of like, okay, you need to take a huge step back. And so that's what I've done. So I just want to thank you guys for being patient for me being patient with me for this time period in my life. Um and I always say that healing is such an, a collaborative experience. And as people in my life are healing, whether you're a client, a friend, someone I collaborate with, you're healing with me. You know, we're all healing together. There's not one person in this world that's not doing the work to better themselves or heal through things, even the most informative, grounded people, we're all healing together. So when I started Strengthen the Soul, it was in 2019, six months after I had suffered a great loss in my life. And there was this moment where I was laying in bed and um, I was crying and I was in a really bad place mentally and emotionally. And, you know, I was grieving. And if you've grieved in any way, which we all have, we've all lost something um, or someone, you know that it's the most painful, painful, painful thing in the entire world. (laughs) Like, and it's painful not only because of what you feel inside, but the difficulty in accepting that this is your reality. And um, that's what I was really going through in that moment was just suffering so much about loss and acceptance and finding myself again and all the things. And there's a sign that I have in my room that I put up on purpose And it says the best is yet to come. And I looked at that sign and I said, okay, this is my sign to push myself past this severe moment of pain and get up and do something. And um, at that point, I had been in my job as a licensed therapist for children and family for a few years. And... I was very happy doing that job, but I was craving more. I was craving more creativity. I was craving more connection. I was craving more, um, growth and community. And at that point I had already made my presence in the community, hosting events, um, all different types of events. And I wanted to do something online. And I truly believe that this was spirit guiding me to do this because You know, when you hear the rest of my story, you'll understand how it just truly set me up for success and where I am right now in my life. And I went to my kitchen and I said, okay, I just have to do this now. And this is something that I've been wanting to do. And I was sitting on it and I've always wanted to write a book. And I just remember when I was in my early twenties, just, you know, me and my friends made light and made jokes about my bad luck and my trauma <laughs> in my life. You know, my friends always knew the struggles that I faced as a child and, and those who, who carried me through those difficult times, even into my early twenties, you know, witnessed the pain and suffering I went through, um, on all different levels, but it's not just me. It's, you know, what we all go through as, as individuals and humans and, we face challenges and our friends, our loved ones are there for us to carry us through those moments. And so anyway, you know, the people who were actively in my life at that time, you know, we would kind of make light of the situation and we would just say, this is going to be in your book one day, Katie. And so then I started to say, why me? Why me? Why me? You know, because it was just, why me? Another thing. Why me? Um. And then I started saying, yes, me, you know, yes, me, of course, this happens to me to help me grow, to help me where I am today. I could reflect, you know, every chapter of your life, you could always reflect back and say, oh, this makes sense. This is exactly why that happened to me and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So then I started saying, yes, me, yes, me. But then going into my late 20s, I started saying to myself, well, I've really grown so much and I've gotten deeper and deeper and deeper into my spirituality and connection to myself that, you know, I can say to myself that these experiences have helped to really strengthen my soul. So then I really started to work with this um, verbiage of strengthen my soul, strengthen the soul. And I said one day, I think if I write a book, it's going to be something about strengthening the soul. So in that moment in my kitchen, I just said, you know what, I'm going to start this Instagram account called Strengthen the Soul. And it's going to be all about my spiritual journey, my spiritual um, awakening, my spirituality in general, and the things that I know as a mental health professional. You know, I have so much I want to share, so much that I want to do with my knowledge of mind, body, soul healing. And so I started my Instagram and I quickly became healed. And I don't mean healed in like a final sense, but healed every single day, more and more every single day through this page this page gave me purpose. This page gave me creativity. This page truly helped me to heal my soul on a level that I never thought possible. Like when you lay in bed and you're in so much pain through whatever you're going through and you like, you know, I I recently saw this, this video or a movie. I don't remember what it was, but I remember watching this this, um, this video of someone grieving and they were hysterical crying and punching the bed and they were in so much agony. And although I'm not in that place anymore, I experienced that. And I just remember crying thinking, Oh my God, I can literally feel what that felt like. And I hadn't, I haven't felt that in a while because, you know, healing day by day has led me to this place where My heart hurts always, but I'm more grounded in my day to day. But I just remember saying, wow, I just, I remember that pain. I remember being in that moment. And we're not exempt from pain ever in our lives. And suffering does diminish when you take healing into your hands. And I'm just so grateful for the push that I felt to begin Strengthen the Soul. In the healing work that I teach, I talk a lot about turning pain into purpose and turning pain into power. And I'm able to be in this place of purpose and power after doing the work. Healing takes a lot of time. Healing takes a lot of feeling. You know, pain is meant to be felt. And when we avoid the pain, we're missing so many opportunities to find ourselves, to grow and to heal. And I'm able to feel this sense of purpose and power here in this place many, many years later and still actively getting into that place because I am living and breathing awareness and healing and discovery of myself. But I also am huge on minimizing outcome-based healing. You know, there's so many people who talk about growth and I am one of them, Um, but I'm actually extremely mindful. Not to talk about growth so much that I'm not living in the moment of pain and healing and positive change and transformation. Because if we're so focused on the growth, which is the end result, then we're missing so much opportunity in the present moment. And all we truly have is the present moment. So I want to encourage you to also focus on the present moment of where you are right now in your life, where you are right now in your healing journey. And then when you get to that place where you feel that you can reflect back and you can be in that place of power and purpose and growth, that's where you can act out of empowerment and growth and Learning, and then you can also teach. You know, we can't teach something that we haven't endured, we haven't processed, we haven't learned from. You never, ever, ever want to skip opportunities to become the person that you're meant to be. And honestly, in this moment, did you ever think that you would be the person that you are today? We can never even dream of the people that we're becoming. And that's letting go of expectations of where your healing journey takes you. And I never thought that my healing journey would take me here, lead me here. And where I'm continuously going, I'll just be pleasantly surprised. So circling back around to strengthen the soul and how it became this beautiful business that practices mind body soul healing during the pandemic I lost 50% of my income. And at that point I've had I had, had my page for probably like 6 months or 7 months at that point. And in the pandemic Although it was one of the most challenging times for our society and our personal lives, it was also an opportunity for me personally to slow down and sit with myself deeper than I ever had before. So I've been healing for a very long time. You know, we all do, but mindfully being aware of my emotions and healing and, and, what I've been through for a long time and then when I had my loss not only did it bring up grief and loss of someone that I was in love with and had a connection with and that I was close to it also brought up so many different traumas emotions and things that I had stuffed down within me and so not only was I grieving The loss of this person. I was grieving the loss of me, who I thought I was, who I thought, what I thought I wanted, where I thought I was going, and also all the things that I had trapped inside of me and all the things that were inside of me that I hadn't addressed that I put into that relationship, meaning my need for validation my wanting to be loved, you know, all of those wounds that I had, I had really just avoided and put into the fact that I was being loved by somebody. So when he passed away, then all of that trauma came back up to the surface with a vengeance. So for the first year of his passing, Like, that he was gone. I was just a mess. Like, I didn't know how to heal. I mean, I did so many different things. But then when the pandemic hit, it was the one-year anniversary of his passing. And it allowed me to really feel things and slow down. Because two weeks after he passed, I had to return back to work. You know, I had to start life again, and life doesn't stop, which is the hardest thing. So I started doing different healing practices. I started meditating more. I started listening to sound healing more. I started listening to podcasts more. I started reading more books. I started journaling more. I started getting outside again, I started, um, just so many different things. And I also had the time to do so because my work decreased and I was present more on social media and so were other healers. So the healers that showed up on social media in the pandemic, I just send so much love to because they really helped me. They really did. And one of them being one of my friends, Lauren Unger. And um, she was getting on Instagram every day doing free sound healings where I just allowed myself to receive, receive the Reiki, receive the sound healing. And I just cried every day. Like every day I just laid there crying. And if you don't know how powerful Reiki is or sound healing can be, I mean, do your research. And I talk a lot about it here on my Podcast or just on my Instagram platform, because these are the practices that I'm act- actively doing now in my business. Um, it, it saved my life. Um, so I'm so grateful for that time period, um, even though it was very difficult. So I was actively jumping on every opportunity I could to heal and to feel. You need to feel to heal, <laughs> by the way. And um, Lauren jumped on a live with her best friend, Sloan. And Sloan was also somebody who was providing free services, donation-based services to the community. She's a, a spiritual medium and she's also... reiki master and she developed a program called the spiritual development circle and she was on talking about her launch of that program and at first she was talking about really liberating empaths from the suffering that we feel when we're not protected or when we're not harnessing our spiritual gifts and i was like oh that's me a hundred percent I need to do this group and this would be really healthy for me to do this. So I jumped on that live um, and I connected with her right away and I signed up for that program right away. Little did I know that that program was going to turn into me studying underneath Sloan to be a medium myself and also begin this journey into Strength and the Soul. Also, during that time, like I said, as a therapist, I was a contractual employee to my county that I live in, and I lost 50% of my work because we got paid per session. I went from meeting with 40 clients a week, or at least getting like 30 to 40 hours in a week, to barely making 15, 20 hours a week. Because being a therapist for children and families during the pandemic was a very challenging time and it did lead to me being extremely burnt out um i mean as you can imagine the children i mean they went through a huge 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 transition as we all did but with the with the challenge that they faced of virtual learning doing virtual therapy was also really difficult for them and so a lot of them either didn't show up to sessions, they needed to take a break from therapy, or they didn't have access to it. So I needed to supplement my income in some way. And I was like, you know what, I really do love working with women in the community. And I want to do more coaching. I love this coach coaching industry that I've been Um, immersing myself in on social media. And I follow a lot of coaches in the spiritual community and, you know, women empowerment community. Um, So I started with creating a website and offering life coaching services to my community. And again, I had already started that community on Instagram with Strength in the Soul when I made my page. So I had You know, probably at that point, I had maybe like a thousand followers, which is, you know, a lot. It's a lot of people to connect with. And so I was really excited to start that new venture. I also want to bring awareness to the fact that before the pandemic, I started planning my first big women's empowerment event. Now, I had other small women's empowerment events. Since 2015, I did like a networking event. I did a mindfulness movement meditation event. I did a um, women's like makeover event, but I wanted to do something bigger. My My mission was really how powerful I felt in my one-on-one sessions with individuals. I felt like I have so much to teach people and I want to bring this to my community. I want to bring this bigger. So I wanted to teach on how to shift your inner dialogue. I wanted to teach on how to shift your thought process, your overcoming limiting beliefs. Like I wanted to help people to really heal by giving them the tools. So I reached out to a few people in my community that I you know, have connected with and respect and love. And I said, Hey, do you want to do this event with me? So I started planning that, but then the pandemic happened and we had to put it off a whole year. So I already started this premise with strength in the soul of community events and connection and empowerment and teaching. And then, so in the pandemic, when I started to offer my life coaching, I started to get a few different clients, and it was beautiful. It, it lit me up and made me feel so happy. Then going back to the spiritual development so- circle with Sloan, that first day, she put us into an exercise where we had to connect with our intuition and, and our psychic and spiritual gifts, our abilities. And right away, I was able to read someone's energy, and I visually had visions of what their life was like, and I read their energy, and I cried when I got off the phone because I couldn't believe that I had this this like gift, that I was connecting with this gift in this moment. And I've always been a very spiritual person, like always, 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 always. Um, and I've always been very intuitive and in tune, but I never, ever could have imagined that. I'd be sitting here today identifying as a medium, a psychic medium. But anyway, long story short, I I studied under Sloan for eight months. And our last task in that group was to offer readings to our community as donation-based readings. And so I reached out to my community again, you know, saying, Hey, I offer life coaching and now I'm offering spiritual guidance readings for you and mediumship readings and I haven't stopped and it's been over 2 years now and my gifts have just exploded because of the healing work that I've done the practice that I've had and this beautiful community that I've built which strengthens the soul these you know beautiful men and women who trust me you guys trust me and you connect with me, and you allow me to help and heal with you. And I'm just so grateful. So, and that's just how it started. And since then, in the last two years, I've then become a Reiki master, because I wanted to incorporate energy healing, because that is something that I've witnessed the true power of. To work with us, We are energetic beings. To work with our energy is a huge shift, important shift in our healing journey. You know, so in that spiritual development circle, I met a few different people who were Reiki practitioners and Reiki masters. And I was receiving Reiki from them. And I said, I just feel called to get certified to be a Reiki practitioner myself. And then I became a Reiki master, which means I got to that next level and I can also teach. And um, I opened up my first studio in Beacon, New York, where I was seeing clients for Reiki and for workshops and se- individual coaching sessions and, and teachings. I've, I've taught at least 20 people Reiki at this point certified people to be Reiki practitioners. And in the last two years, I've hosted many empowerment events. And I label them as empowerment events because I really have a, a mission to empower you and to teach you how to heal and be the best versions of yourself and how to be your own best healer. So we've done Overcoming Limiting Beliefs. A traditional empowerment event where we teach you how to empower yourself. Um, I've done teachings on self-love, vulnerability, inner dialogue work, shifting your thoughts and connecting your mind and your body together to harness wellness within you and your mind, body, soul. I've done um, events on how to activate your potential. I've done events on forgiveness. I've developed this eight-week program called the Empowerment and Positive Change Group Coaching Program, where we have eight different topics, eight different week weeks, and we connect as a a group to learn from each other, connect with each other, and to tackle these eight different areas of our life to transform our life. And there's probably so many different things that I've done that I've completely forget because I... um. I've done so much now, and I've started this podcast actually in 2020, which I've loved. I have a blog. I hosted a huge retreat weekend called Weekend of Wellness, and that was a huge success. And all in all, I've discovered the best versions of myself in the last three years of my life. And um, it's been the hardest three years of my life because to in order to get to this version of myself, I've had to endure a lot of pain. I've had to endure a lot of learning and I'm still here. Like I'm still not where I want to be, you know, but I'm more aware of who I want to be than I've ever been. And it's only up from here. Strengthen the Soul has given me so much to be grateful for and to be proud of. I am so proud of myself. I really am because, in the moments that I truly wanted to give up on life, Strengthen the Soul pushed me to feel the joy of life. When I was in high school, I remember taking a sociology class and we learned about filters and our foundation as we evolve as a human being going through this life. We have this foundation of who we are based on what we've been through and how we've grown up. And then we have filters that as we move through this life, Everything goes through those filters. And then in college, I actually had a professor who used the quote, perception is far greater than any truth or fact. And if you've been with me for the last few years, you know, I use that quote so much because it literally is one of my ingrained wisdom that changed my life forever. Because knowing that we all have a different perception and that's our truth you know it helps us to understand human behavior that much more, um, but I remember being in that sociology class in high school, and literally just that one piece of knowledge and that one class like lit me up, and it just it clicked something within me that I love this. I love this topic of discussion. This is something that I'm so passionate about and interested in, and. Then I took a psychology class, maybe, like, the next year, maybe my senior year in high school or something, and I loved it, and I remember saying to myself, like, I want to help people who have been through divorce, eating disorder, like, I just remember saying that, like, I want to help young adults navigate through these different traumas and difficulties in their life. And... Although that is not what happened when I first went to college, that is legit where I I almost ended up like it's so crazy. So it all came full circle for me. I went to college and when I applied to college and went to my first college in um, Long Island, New York, they convinced me. To do psychology, a dual major between psychology and special education, and mind you, I did not want to, to be an educator. Like I never wanted to be in like in education at all. But I didn't know better at the time, and I just trusted them, and I said, okay, like maybe I could do special education and help people. So the first year and a half that I was in college, I was in special education and psychology. I transferred to Marist College where I grew up in um, the Hudson Valley. And this is where spirit intervened in my life because I remember being in these education classes crying. Like I was getting D's. I was like, this isn't for me. Like I'm not meant to do this. I don't want to do this. And in one of my elective classes, I remember talking to this guy who was going back to school to be a social worker. And we got to talking and I was like, this is what I want to do. And so right from there, I met with the dean of the social work program, switched my major, became a social worker, graduated with my bachelor's, went on to get my master's degree in social work then and Everything came full circle for me because my first job was in child protective services as a preventive caseworker. So my job was to prevent the removal of children. So I actively worked with families on helping them to empower them to make better decisions in their lives, to keep their families together, keep them safe. Um, Then after I got my master's, I started to do more therapeutic work and I got a job at a non agency doing therapy with children and families preventing placement. So it was children who were at risk for placement um, based on their own behaviors. So I was there for a few years and then I left both of those jobs and went to my last therapy job that I held where I was a Therapist for children and families working out of a school district, um running my own clinic out of a school district basically, where I did therapy with children um with all different diagnoses and then obviously working with their family as well um, to provide interventions to help these children flourish. And I did that for a few years until 2021. And I absolutely love being a therapist. And in those few years, I also did therapy with the elderly. I also held a position where I helped people um, who have traumatic brain injuries um, implement positive behaviors into their life. So I have had a lot of experience in the last 10 years of my life working in the um, human service field as a therapist, as a caseworker, as a specialist. And I've learned so much about human behavior in that time. Um, And then now I'm actively working with men and women all over the world doing coaching services for their life and their business. And now I'm also into holistic healing, working with the mind, body, and soul using our bodies our minds, and our spirit to heal our life. And um, looking back to that girl in high school who wanted to help the youth, you know, I did it. I never let go of that vision. And even if I got off course, it always came back to here. And, And now I feel so grounded in what I'm meant to do. I'm healing people all over the world and I'm empowering people all over the world. And first and foremost, I'm working on myself every single day. And I'm so grateful that my life led me to this career path where I'm fully working for myself now and I'm able to give myself the freedom to heal every single day as well because I found myself extremely burnt out. 2021 after working multiple jobs, getting my master's degree, financially struggling and just straying away from my core values. And so now I'm here every single day working on myself, working on always coming home to my values and teaching people how to do the same. And so for me, having the privilege and the honor of Winning Hudson Valley's best mind body program is not just about winning for me. It is literally confirmation to me that number one, the roots that I've built over the last 10 years in the Hudson Valley are just not for nothing. And also the work that I'm doing is powerful. The work that I'm doing is paying off and um, I'm right here in this moment doing what I'm meant to be doing and I'm just so happy. I'm so grateful. I'm so emotional and this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning and remember as you heal, as you continue to work on yourself and heal through the very things that have strayed you away from your authentic self. Abundance becomes very clear to you in your life. You begin to see everything that you have wanted and dreamt of transform before your eyes. And because I choose myself and I'm actively working on myself, I can see very clearly I'm headed in a really positive direction. So I want to share with you not to give up, on your dreams, not to give up on your healing journey, and not to give up on yourself. Thank you guys so much for listening to my story and stay tuned for episodes to come. Again, I have just been putting off, consistently putting out episodes and content for you because I've put myself first in the last few months, but they are coming. I have so many that I'm working on, so many things that I'm working on, programs, events, masterclasses, all the things. So stay tuned for all of that. And thank you guys so much for being a part of my story, being a part of my journey. I love you.